When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Today on the TMZ Podcast. Hello and welcome to the TMZ Podcast. I'm Charlie Cotton and today I'm joined by lawyer extraordinaire and most popular guest on the podcast so, so far. Oh, I appreciate hearing that. I, I saw you you posted a clip of us talking about Tommy Lee's wiener. So this doesn't even have to be like a three pack of legal stories. This no, can be a regular story. This can be whatever story we want. <laughs> All right, let's do it. And today we want Jussie Smollett. All right. Uh, remember him? It's a strong start. Yeah. The guy who faked his own, like, was it an, was it, they trying to abduct him where they had the rope around his, I don't know, some, a racial a incident, crime. a hate crime. Uh, he's now in rehab. Wow. We'll tell you why. Travis Kelsey bought a new house valued at 6 million bucks because he needs more privacy for what him and Taylor Swift are My getting man. up to. My man's leveling up. Yes, leveling sir. Up. Yes, sir. But to begin with. Sophia Bush, remember her, she's from One Tree Hill. She is in a new relationship with Ashlyn Harris from the U.S. women's soccer team. Yeah, a, sort of a soccer legend in her, in her own right. They're both uh, sort of, uh, I don't want to, they're, they're both kind of retired from their professions a little bit, right? They're like sort of uh, late 30s, early 40s. They were both in relationships, married. Uh, married women. Ashlyn Harris was married to a woman. To a teammate, sorry. Ashlyn right. Harris married to a teammate. Sophia Bush was married to Chad Michael Murray. For, for a time. And also like a businessman, this guy Grant Hughes. That's right. But now they're in the process of a divorce because the new relationship is Ashlyn Harris and Sophia Bush. And this came out of left field. It's caused a lot of conversation in our office and a lot of Maybe some confusion, but are you that confused that, you know, they both had relationships? Obviously, Ashlyn Harris was already in a same-sex marriage, but Sophia Bush, this is news to people that she's yeah. now in love with 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 a woman. Are you that shocked by it? Um, No, I'm not that shocked by it, partly because I didn't really know who Sophia Bush was. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it didn't really shock me to hear the news. To me, she was the queen of, like, the CWWB era. She was one of those, like, Katie Holmes type. She was yeah. with Chad Michael Murray from One Tree Hill. That was, like, a huge couple of that era. So it never dawned on me that this kind of thing could occur. But when you think about it, she was in a lot of committed relationships, and she fell in love pretty quickly. Apparently, the story was she met Ashlyn Harris, and within days, they sort of fell head over heels and both left their spouses pretty quickly after meeting. Right? Well, yeah, I mean, that is the shocking part. Yeah. That in June, there are photos, and they posted some of the photos on their social media. There are photos of them in cans at like a important women's sort of summit. Yes. And nothing more romantic than France. Come on. I know. That's the city of love right there. I think. Or was, the, the country of love. I I, and it was in Cairns. Yeah. Which doesn't get as many headlines as Paris, maybe, but maybe it's better for lovemaking in Cairns. <laughs> I've been to Cairns. It's beautiful there. Yeah. The water's so blue. I can make love anywhere, though. I, I really, think, I don't really care about the setting that much. Is it called I mean. making love when you do it? <laughs> I don't know. You'd have to ask Mary. I call it making love. <laughs> um, so uh, when they got back from the trip, Days later, Ashlyn Harris 
told her wife who they have two young kids with, like toddlers slash babies. They adopted them like a year ago, one of them, and two years ago, the other. Um, she told her wife, look, you know, we're headed for divorce. This was one month ago. Yes. This is the sad overlay of this because she has a family and there are young children involved and no one likes to see a broken family. But I think Ashlyn Harris met Sophia Bush, who is striking. She's beautiful. She is. Um, she is. She just swept her off her feet. I mean, there's no other way to look at this. I don't think she saw it coming. I don't think she necessarily met Sophia Bush and knew that this was a romantic possibility. But once she got the vibe, maybe Sophia put the vibe out that it, the game on. I think Ashlyn Harris, who is sort of a, a soccer player, she ran in maybe different circles. And Sophia Bush was like, uh, hell yeah, I'm a yeah. famous soccer player. And this is a starlet and I'm into it. Let's do it. But uh, to dump your family like that, and I know that's a harsh word to say, dump your family, but just it's like- It's tough. That's the fallout of these You'd have of... to really love that person and be really over your current, even though you just adopted kids. Does it make you believe that this is whirlwind or make you believe and, and will, will sort of peter out and she's doing it impulsively? Or does it make you believe that this is real enough that she was willing to discard her family? Like, is she- is she blinded by the, the the excitement of it and it may not last? Or she's so into it and she just knows it immediately? Both could be true. Uh, you know, the fact... I don't know which one is true. The fact that Ashlyn um, broke up with her wife days after being with Sophia in Cairns. And I don't know if they'd met before then or not, but there's no evidence of it. But right. let, let's assume that they met then. Then that is wild to go it's on wild. one trip. And then break up with your wife, with your family. It, yes. That'd be, I mean, I, you have to assume maybe they had correspondence before then. You say it's so wild, but I remember early Charlie, when I used to work in this office, you, early you, you used to fall in love quick. Yeah. That was your thing. You would go to like the desert, you'd do your <laughs> desert things, which I won't get into detail, and you'd come back in love every weekend and then you would share the women with me not not share them with me but oh my god <laughs> i was i was i've been married the entire time you know me. but you would share the stories and i would sort of vicariously get these thrills of like ah to be young again because you were to so be young like you were doing that when you were young <laughs> oh i had my salad days don't worry about Your it salad the late days. 90s were crazy but you can understand the feeling of just like going gaga very quickly yeah Can't but you? but not when you're married yeah. like not when you have a family imagine me meeting a girl in the desert then leaving my family <laughs> like that'd be a whole new bridge yeah it's true you have really matured and, and, and to... imagine if it was a guy <laughs> <laughs> if you came home and told aaron like look it's over it's over i have discovered myself and i'm starting a new life I, it, it would know, be shocking that you would know be what shocking, i know right? though um you know grant Hughes, I think his name, Grant Hughes, right, has been very supportive of, of her move. I think Aaron would be supportive. I think he's done all well. You know, he's he's sort of processing this and he's saying, I uh, I don't know what to say. Like, you know, it's obviously not me only. That she's just interested in other things and I can't provide what right. Ashlyn Harris can provide. I think it's actually easier to be supportive when you're left for a, a woman, a person of, the, of a different sex, because you, you really can't do that for that person. So, he, so he's just saying, hey, she's on her journey. And you would think that potentially in their, you know, years long relationship, because they're like having sex and that sort of stuff, yeah. you, you would have an inclination about what that person's into. And maybe you realize that she's not, she can't get fully satisfied by what a man can provide. I, I think that's right. I mean, you know, we're getting sort of very <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> personal and it's honest, but weird. when you're with someone for a very long time, you've been with Aaron for a long time. I've been with Mary for a long time. You know everything about that person intimately. You know, all, you, every you, nook you and know cranny. all the details. They know everything about you. They know your, your uh, interests. 
and what do you look <laughs> your like predilections naked? and all that kind of stuff. And so, he, uh, on some level, are you saying he may he may not be as surprised as the world is? Because he's not he's as surprised as the world. Him. He's not as surprised as the world. Yeah. But you know, it does affect him more. Yeah. And it's just like like me scrolling through their old wedding photo. Well, old. They're from like a year or so ago. <laughs> like me scrolling through the wedding, just like imagine. Did he know? Like, I don't think it means their whole marriage was hollow and a no, lie. No. I don't think it means that. I think she's just like maybe a person who falls in love with people. And she met Ashlyn Harris, and she was like blown away. This was a the person she's been looking for. Maybe there's some sort of soulmate type connection. And then she looked at Grant, and she was like, God damn it, I gotta get out of this. <laughs> yeah, I'm not getting any younger. Also, I believe that these things happen quickly when you're a little bit older. She's not yeah. old by any stretch, but she's 41 years old, and you want to get busy living because yeah. you probably feel this to some extent. I certainly feel it when you when you get older, you're like, man, I got no time to waste. If I'm like looking at someone and it's not working, I'm, you move on. Keep, yes. keep it moving because you don't have much time. I mean, look at Harvey. Harvey's got to keep it moving. Man. <laughs> yeah. he's, he's in his 70s. He's got to keep Th- it that's moving. That's why like, I've always been like prescribed to the fact that you got to really celebrate each chapter of life and live that chapter. Like even when I was 20 or even when I was 30, you know, like yes. now I'm a dad. I really want to like live this chapter to the fullest, spend as much time with my kid, be the best dad, la la la. But when I was 20, I was like, I'm not going to be 20 forever. Yes. I know that, you know, people get, men get married around 30. We live to about 80. Yeah. So that's 50. Good luck with that, man. <laughs> well, I mean, we, we, you know, we got yeah. 50 years after, you know, yeah. so this is a special little time where you can, you know, experiment, yeah. you know what I mean? And just, just figure, just figure out life. And so you don't look back um, and wish you'd used your youth better. So, you know, you can be content. No, I totally hear that. And, and that sounds like something you do in your twenties when you sort of are figuring it out. The fact that she's doing this in her forties, it, it's a little surprising to people that she's kind of now experimenting. Although we don't know whether Sophia Bush had other relationships that maybe weren't public where she sort of always had these inklings. So it's, it's a little strange that she's like, awakened this late in life but this happens because right? she's There's like a phenomenon there they are called i think colloquially not in an offensive way late in life lesbians yes. people who discover this and have this awakening later in life because she's been with men and she's like something's missing and why not because if you went your whole life sort of like trying to push down those instincts within you that's a sad way to live yeah and then you know when you get really old you probably regret it so you know it sucks to be the spouse um, completely but, agree. But I hope her and um, Ashlyn, Sophia and Ashlyn are like stoked and live happily ever after. I agree. They seem very happy right now. I'm sorry about the fallout of the other spouses. And, and if Sophia, when she was a starlet, had some pressures to be sort of young and available, maybe she had agents who said like, you, you're, you're hot stuff. You're the WB girl. Go with Chad Michael Murray. Yeah. And now she's like, screw that. I'm a little bit older. I want to do what I want to do. I think that's wonderful. It's still watch this space because yeah. it's so new. It's fresh. They don't know each other very well. We're going to, we're going to find out in real time because there's a lot of interest on this couple. All of a sudden, Ashlyn Harris will be interesting to see how she uh, adjust to this level of attention and celebrity yeah. because you know Sophia Bush has been through it. I don't think Ashton Harris is. Okay, moving on to our next story, Jussie Smollett, who back at it. He's back at it. Yeah. He, he's going to rehab, yeah. or or is he? <laughs> yes, he is. Yes, I'll, he is. I'll take him for his word. This would be a weird second hoax. It, it would be. So yeah, obviously he got famous over the hate crime hoax. Um, with those Osendario brothers who were that they were his trainers, and they he convinced them to like 
fake his, you know, a hate crime against him. Yeah, he's even though they're all black. He's been convicted of this, although I don't think he's ever fully fessed up to, to no. the the fraud of it all. Denied, still no. an appeal. There's an appeal pending. He was sentenced to 150 days in jail. He, he got spent, out. He spent less than a week behind bars. Yes, but while the appeal is pending, once that appeal, if it's affirmed, you got to serve your sentence. It's like, hey, they did. They there were no errors in the court, so you're going to go back to jail. Right. This is why I think this is interesting now because. He, uh, we're told that he's in an outpatient program, which just means you're not sitting in a facility and locked in there. It means you can go about and live your life, but you're going to regular meetings. It's an outpatient. Do you, it means you don't sleep there. You don't sleep there. You Out, sleep at home and you, you go in at home. And so you have some, you know, when you, when you go to a serious rehab, it's a uh, 30 days, you're, you're locked up. You, they try to wean you off. It's very sort of close, uh, restrictive environment. Here's outpatient. So you know, this is the, I don't want to say the easy way to do rehab, but it is the less intense way to do yes. rehab. Um, but I think he's sort of setting up a little bit just because he's Jesse Smollett. So I always think there's maybe some angle or calculation <laughs> is that he's trying to look like, look, I was drug addled. And that was some of the reason there's a sort of mm. narrative that you create while this appeal is pending that makes you look sympathetic. You say, look, I'm working on my problems. Uh, the place for me is not a jail or prison setting. The place for me is a rehab program where I can get work through my issues in that environment. So if you're cynical, it looks like he's just sort of setting up an error. If you buy it, then it's like, hey, he's trying to get his life on track. That's great. Well, I mean, yeah, that is the narrative that people like the lawyers defending Jussie are trying to paint that um, he was convicted largely on the groundswell from the public. That because this was such a big story, you know, the judge, people felt compelled to sentence this guy, but his lawyers are saying, if you look at the cold, hard facts, he didn't actually commit any crimes. Right. You know, look, I think, uh, there's, there were a lot of problems with his story. We had some skepticism when it first came out and, you know, I'm, I'm hesitant to, to come out against someone when they are saying they're going to outpatient rehab. It's a sort of very sensitive topic. Mm. I have it in my family history. I'm sure you've known people who have, who have had addictions and I don't want to be insensitive to it, but Jesse has earned our skepticism. And, and that's why I think you have to at least question what's going on with him every time he does something. The problem with the nature of the crime he committed is I don't know when to believe Jesse anymore. I know. And it that's going to be he was way. an actor. And then was like off screen. I was like, oh, are you a normal person off screen? Well, not. You're not a normal person right. off screen. You do weird things off screen too. So he's left me in a very confusing situation, right? I mean, is yeah. that how you feel about Jesse? Whenever I hear a story, I'm like, eh, it, I it, sort of believe it. it I don't it's know. It's boy who cried wolf. Yeah. It's boy who cried wolf. And, and more than that, which is a big issue with him doing it in the first place, is that now you're a little bit less likely to believe other people's stories that yeah. aren't even Jossie. And so yes. that's, that's a lasting impact, really negative, especially because it was about a hate crime. Yes. You don't want to muddy that water at all. Like if someone claims something like that, that heinous, then they should be believed fully. But now because of Jussie, it just, it adds a little extra, like I agree. people have lied in the past. Because, that, because now you think about it every time you hear a hate crime. Is this a Jussie situation? That's a bad thing. It's a disservice to real victims. Hate crimes exist. You know, Asian hate crimes, anti-black hate crimes, they do happen. And when someone fakes one, which is what he's been convicted of, although he denies it, it adds doubt. And that sucks. That sucks. Because it's horrendous. But that's not a crime. It. That's not a crime, though. And so... What's not a crime? Like making, he, He's convicted of a crime. Well, 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 I mean, making us believe... Oh, right, uh, right. The boy who cried wolf stuff isn't sort of like a crime, but it's a lasting negative impact. Um, and, right. and I don't know what the... I'm no lawyer. You are. The, the lawyers for Jussie are saying no crime was committed here, only sort of some bad stuff. Yeah. 
And we'll see. I will see if that's if look, judges are people. The last thing I'll say about this is because he's in this outpatient program and this is a narrative that is being presented and pushed a little bit. We have photos of him going to meetings and so forth. I think this will help maybe persuade a judge to have a softer perspective on Jesse and sort of look at the whole picture of his life. Do we really want to throw this guy in jail because he lied to cops about, you know, having yeah. police thrown on him? And and actually, as time has passed, even though I was outraged at the time and I'm still a little bit outraged because of what it does to real victims. Hey, it softens over time. And now, now it seems like a lark, you know, yeah, like no, it, it happened so long ago. Like, do I want to see him locked up? Not really. Yeah. I, I don't care anymore. <laughs> he, he's, he's been punished. He's been, look, exactly. He he's has been, been punished. punished. <laughs> okay. On to our final story. Had to slip in another Taylor Swift story. Yeah. Uh, Travis Kelsey, he has bought a brand new home for privacy. It's in Kansas city. It's worth about six million bucks. Dude, it's, six million in Kansas City gets you a spread. Well, this is what it gets you. Yeah. It gets you a mansion in a gated community that is six beds, six baths, and 16,000 square foot. There's a six theme with this. <laughs> There's a lot. That's a There's devil's a number. <laughs> There's, um, There's a pool with a waterfall. Mm -hmm. There's a tennis court. There's a mini golf course. Yeah, some of these places seem a little bit like prisons because there's no reason to leave, right? right? Uh, you know, uh, Tyrese, we always talked about, has Benihana and a Starbucks in the backyard. <laughs> and I'm always like, that's cool, but don't you want to get out and go walk around uh, the Grove to go yeah. to those kind of places? So when you're so famous, though, you want privacy. He's with Taylor, who's the highest profile person in America, if not Earth, at mm. this point. So they can't really go out without a lot of camera attention, so he just has the mini golf at home. Right. You, can just, you don't even have to leave. Right. Um, you know... So, because because they were recently seen at Travis's old apartment. Well, not apartment. It's a nice house. <laughs> but it's a nice yeah. house that he only bought for less than a million. But it was really exposed, years ago. if you saw. There's no, like, fencing or whatever. You could, like, walk up to the front door. Exactly. He can't do that anymore. There was paparazzi, paparazziing out the front of the house seeing Taylor do the walk of shame or whatever. And so they're like, slash, maybe Taylor's encouraging this a lot because I think Travis likes the attention. But, you know, so they said, let's go and get this secluded mansion where paparazzi can't even come past the gate of the community. Yeah. Um, and so I think, because I think Travis likes the attention and Taylor's kind of used to the attention, do you think Travis would be like gung-hoed, like, yeah, let's get, let's get away from the attention? He loves it. Yes, I think he needs to play the game a little bit with yes. her because she's lived in such a, a harsh light for so long that he needs to say like, look, baby, I'm just into you and I, mm. all this is just noise. I'm going <laughs> to yeah. get a private spray. We're going to go play some mini golf. <laughs> right, right. We're going to turn on the waterfall. But you're right. I think deep down... He's like dizzyingly like amazed by this attention. Yes. I mean, he's a tight end and football is a huge sport, obviously, but his level of celebrity has skyrocketed. Now he's on the tip of everyone's tongue. I hear about Travis Kelsey more than I heard about him when he won Super Bowls by mm. a long shot, right? Yeah. And so I find I also think it's exhilarating to him, but he also seems grounded. You know, he's got that thing with his brother where they're very close. The family seems very tight knit. I think he's going to be able to navigate it, but I think it might get old to him. Yes. I, I do think at, at, at its core, I look at the Kelseys as guys who just like, eh, we're pretty simple guys. We yeah. like drinking a beer at a football game and, and that life is over with Taylor Swift. And so I don't know if it has He'll be a star longevity. forever. He'll he, be a star a forever now. Star forever. No matter what, you know, this does with Taylor. Now every subsequent relationship, assuming they don't go the distance, uh, will have attention. Like yeah. whoever he dates will have attention. I think before he sort of dated women, some people who really followed him knew, but now that's over. He's, oh, he's huge. He's huge now. Do you think that these two have the potential to sort of like 
end up together for it's way too early because they're so new and they barely even know each other yet probably it's way too early but this is what i'll say i i think her earlier relationships were all doomed because she was in her 20s and the level of celebrity was so high and she was dating guys like harry styles and john mayer those guys were not like serious people mm. for her now they're both 33 i think the fact mm. that they're both at the same stage of life gives it potential to last what do you think that's baby making years yeah that's baby making years oh if she gets not oh man then could you imagine together. could you imagine like the world would stop. Like, I think the like, world would stop spinning on its it axis. It might. Yeah. It, it would be one of the biggest, more than the moon landing. Where were you when you found out Taylor Swift fell pregnant? Do you think that's in the cards? I hadn't even thought about it, but she's 33. This is the time when people I start mean, why families. not? Why not? Yeah. Why not? I think she could probably support it. I think she's got enough like squir squirreled away from her tour. She's $4.1 billion tour. I think she can make it. Well, congratulations. <laughs> Go out to Travis and An Taylor. Early congratulations on their unborn child. And little Tom. Little Tom Tom. <laughs> <And> little Tom Tom. <laughs> will he be a singer or a football player? <laughs> Time will tell. Okay. Thank you for joining me, Derek. Always fun. And we'll see you guys here tomorrow. Bye. Bye.